This is Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Rob Burnett to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned. I'm Rob Burnett with the Outlook Financial Center, and joining me today is Lori Gross, our lead advisor and lead planner in the Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Rob, and thanks for having me back again. <laughs> you know, after last week, and as bad as I was feeling, I was afraid maybe you wouldn't invite me back for a while. Wow. No, it's it, no, it, it worked out, and Tony snores with us again today, uh, so we're yeah. all okay. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh. And as always, we have our good friend, our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. He's the guy that keeps us organized. And in today's topic, he's leading the band, keeping the drummers drumming and the, everybody <laughs> marching along. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate that, Rob and Lori. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited about this one today because it's a really great topic. But uh, before we get into that, how are you guys doing? Doing really well. Um, as I said, I'm definitely feeling better. And, and I'm really excited myself about today's show. I don't want to steal Rob's thunder and divulge the content of the show. But given the fact that this weekend we are celebrating Veterans Day, I would like to take just a moment to say thank you to all the veterans out there listening this morning. Yeah, that's great. I would too. I, I uh, We owe so much uh, to our veterans and to those in service for this country. And I think it's fantastic and um, we should honor them every day uh, but especially obviously it's nice we've set aside a day but I hope that uh, every day is Veterans Day because we should always uh, keep them in our our thoughts and prayers and be thankful for uh, what they've uh, given to us the freedoms we have here are amazing absolutely and you know as a veteran myself uh, I really appreciate this day because it gives a chance for uh, all my brothers in arms to come together. I mean, we give each other a lot of good-natured ribbing. There's a lot of inter-service rivalry and, and fun, but it's like you know, one of your brothers or sisters. Only you can pick on them. People on the outside can't do that. So it's really a, a great day to, to celebrate and just be thankful. I agree with that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a great topic, and, and that is what we're talking about today, right, Rob? Absolutely. Today's uh, whole show is going to be devoted to not only just honoring our veterans, but we're going to talk about a specific benefit that veterans have that a lot of them don't know about, and that's called the Veterans Administration Aid and Attendance Benefit. And this weekend, with all the uh, celebrations going on and special events honoring our veterans, uh, here's the thing I really want to have folks understand is these are folks that work really hard and don't expect a whole lot in return. Uh, veterans are a very self-reliant bunch, and they actually won't go out seeking help when really they should be. So as a result, some very valuable benefits just go unclaimed. Some studies have found that only about 36% of the veterans understand they have benefits beyond just the VA health care, which is well known, and the VA home loan, which is well known. And so our focus today is going to be this very underutilized benefit, the aid in attendance. So, and you're a, you're a, a veteran yourself, correct? 
That's right. 20 years in the Navy. I spent time in submarines running nuclear power plants, uh, working in shipyards and doing other things I still can't talk about, but it was a great time. <laughs> right. Now, I'm not I'm not a veteran, but I really uh, appreciate those who are. And Rob, thank you for your service. And, and really, uh, you know, uh, you've said this before, but uh, I wanted to say this. Veterans really do share a bond that can only be fully understood by other veterans, right? That's true. And, and it's just something special. I really can't explain it much beyond that. Sure. I I know uh, Lori's husband's also a veteran. He is. Also in the Navy, uh, right? Yes. He, he, however, was not on a submarine. He was on an aircraft carrier. Wow. So the joke, when, when we get together for family gatherings, you know, they, they like to pick on each other some about it. And, you know, Rob tells them that, you know, Rob was on a ship and Tony was on a target. So. A <laughs> <laughs> target. I love it. Yeah. Wow. That's um, crazy. The big target. Yeah. A big target, yeah, yes. True. Well, I, I, uh, both of those things are things that I, I don't think I, I, I don't have it in me, especially a submarine because I'm a bit claustrophobic. But uh, <laughs> wow, those aircraft carriers! I've, uh, I took got a chance to tour one. And it's just, it's unbelievable how huge those things are. Uh, I don't think you realize it until you've actually been up uh, by one or on one. It's, it's mm-hmm. absolutely unbelievable to me. But. Um, and it would it takes a, a special kind of a person to be willing to do that. And like you said, Rob, uh, pretty much every veteran I know is very humble. They don't they don't uh, brag about it or talk about it, um, and um, you know they don't expect recognition. But I think uh, they they deserve it, and hopefully they do speak out if they have needs. Um, and I want to say before we get started here that I. Um, I get really passionate about this and I get really emotional because obviously in my family, we have a lot of veterans. My dad was a cook in the army and my un- my two uncles were in the air force. My best friend uh, from college was in the air force and now works for um, the government traveling around. Um, I guess that's all I can say about him, but the bottom line, and he's been to Iraq and Afghanistan and our editor for this show, I want to point out, who really produces the helps us produce the show each week? Uh, Mitch uh, is an Iraqi war vet and spent a lot of time over there, and I know that was a, a tough situation to be in. And he never talks about it, and probably won't even like me mentioning it. But um, absolutely, I feel that veterans are underappreciated, and we don't do enough as far as government. Uh, we don't do enough. The two categories that I am passionate about are the elderly and seniors. And veterans, and for some reason, uh, it seems like seniors and veterans, especially when it comes to health care and other things, uh, we don't do enough for them, Rob. And I would agree with that. And the beauty of the aid and attendance benefit, it's really going to take your two passions and bring them both together. Because the idea behind the aid and attendance is to help veterans in the latter stages of life. And when we talk about you know what is uh, the aid and attendance benefit, it's basically a tax-free pension. So, Lori, what, what more can you tell us about this, this terrific benefit? Well, first of all, as, as you said, it's a, it's a tax-free pension. And it's one that's paid monthly to eligible and qualifying veterans who need assisted living, uh, nursing home, or homebound care. So depending on the marital status of the veteran, the monthly pension amount is going to vary between about 1153 a month to uh, 2846 a month. And there's, there's different categories that the veteran's going to fall into as far as the marital status. Either it's going to be the veteran alone the veteran and spouse who both need care, um, a surviving spouse of the veteran, um, 
two veterans that are married um, and, and a healthy veteran with a disabled spouse. So as you can see, there's, there's many different ways that one can benefit from this program. Um, you just need to look into it and find out exactly what it is, is that you're eligible for. Well, I, that sounds like a great tax-free benefit. Can any veteran get this? Uh, not actually, which is really kind of the, the sad part about the program. But the, the qualifying to be eligible for this benefit is it's a two-step process. First of all, eligibility. And then if you just being eligible isn't enough, you then have to go qualify for it. So we, we talk about the three M's. Mm, no, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> no. uh, exactly. So the three, the, the three M's are military, medical, and money. So the military eligibility requirements are you have to have spent 90 days, consecutive days on active military duty, and at least one day of active duty in specific time windows during one of the wartime periods, uh, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and the Gulf War. And there's, there's specific dates on each one of those and, and when folks would qualify for that. And then you have to have, whenever you released released from service, it must be anything other than a dishonorable discharge. So an honorable sure. discharge, general discharge, that meets the military requirement. I didn't hear you mention Iraq or Afghanistan in there. Are those, is that too recent of a time period or? No, that's all lumped into the Gulf War scenario oh, okay. starting in 1990, and that period is still open. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's just ongoing. Well, the military eligibility requirement seems straightforward then. Uh, are the medical and money requirements easy to satisfy, Lori? Oh, absolutely not. Um, they definitely wouldn't make that an, an easy part to get sure. through. But the, the medical eligibility requirement kind of looks like an enhanced version of qualifying for long-term care insurance benefits. Uh, and so basically the veteran or surviving spouse must be certified by a doctor as needing assistance with their activities of daily living or ADLs as we call them. So the, the acceptable ADLs that the VA will reimburse for your care for um, are the following, and that would be um, bathing or showering, uh, feeding, toileting, transferring, dressing, and personal hygiene. And, and they, those are the six ADLs that are the traditional long-term care insurance qualifications. And then on top of that, um, the ones that are the ones that are unique to the VA aid and attendance benefit are sitting and standing, uh, medication management, and prompting, which would be reminders. So, I mean, if somebody um, can't remember things to say on a regular basis, you know, if you have to constantly prompt them, but as as to what it is that they're they were thinking or doing, that would be considered one. Oh, yeah, and and in looking at at those things, particularly the medication management, that is actually the largest. Uh, ADL for this particular program. 86% of the veterans who need uh, this benefit have a requirement to have somebody help manage their medication. They just don't take them. They don't think about it or uh, they're a little honoring and they don't want to. Mm -hmm. And we see a lot of these cases too. You see a lot of Alzheimer's, a lot of dementia-like cases oh, sure. that go into this in the latter years. Yeah. yeah, and it can be sad. It's good to know though that there are there is this benefit that, that people can receive. And I, it sounds like uh, if you need help with this, you guys uh, have, I know, helped people and you really, uh, you really like to help veterans. And, and that's a real calling for you guys. Um, I'm afraid we have to take a quick break here. Is there anything, Rob, you want to add before we take this break? 
We are grateful for the service of all our veterans and their families that supported them through periods of separation and times of worry when their loved ones were in harm's way. We don't want to forget about the families of the veterans. They go through a lot as well. So helping the veterans and their families receive benefits like the aid and attendance is really one small way we can serve our veterans. We would ask folks to go out to our website, Outlook FC, that's Outlook F is in financial, C is in center.com. Uh, go to our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Or give us a call at 937-552-9990 and request our complimentary VA aid and attendance information kit. And as part of that offer, schedule a one-hour no-cost, no-obligation consultation to go over the kit, answer any other pressing questions you may have. One of the things that we've done is Outlook Financial Center has been designated by the Veterans Administration as a verified veteran-owned small business and as a participant in the Veterans First Contracting Program. That's dedicated to providing quality service and support to the entire veteran community. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Outlook Financial Center at 937-552-9990 or visit outlookfc.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Lori Gross, from the Outlook Financial Center, and I'm joined today with our CEO, Rob Burnett, and our co-host, Tony Shore. And what would be more appropriate on this Veterans Day weekend than honoring our veterans? So today we've been discussing the VA Aid and Attendance Benefit. And so far we've covered um, what the Aid and Attendance Benefit is, the military requirement for eligibility to receive the benefit, and some of the medical eligibility and qualification requirements that, that would go along with that. Well, yeah, it's been a great topic so far, great show, and I'm glad to learn more about this. Uh, it's a great tax-free benefit for our veterans, and in the previous segment you said there were three M's for getting the benefit. We're not talking about Minnesota mining and manufacturing, not that 3M. That's a different 3M. But there are 3Ms for getting the benefit, uh, and most government programs have a lot of rules and procedures and paperwork, and I think it, it can get complicated. Is is the aid and attendance benefit process easy? Tony, the short answer is no. It's not easy, nor is it simple. The VA is looking for very specific information to make a determination using guidelines that leave some room for interpretation by the VA, and that interpretation is not always in the veteran's favor. Sure. Many veterans are going to download the application forms uh, on the Veterans Administration website, fill them out to the best of their abilities, submit them, and hope for the best. But without knowledgeable professional guidance, the likelihood of a denial is extremely high, and the initial submission may impair your ability to win a, an appeal of that decision later because of what you included correctly or incorrectly. And what makes this even more complicated, you're going to love this, Tony, no one can charge a fee to a veteran for assisting in completing the application. So wait a minute. Let me be sure I heard you correctly there, Rob. <laughs> A veteran needs professional guidance to improve the likelihood of success and, and in order to qualify successfully for this aid and attendance benefit, but they can't pay someone, a professional, to help them. Uh, that sounds like a catch-22. You got it, Tony. Um, with this rule, the VA is trying to avoid having veterans and their families being taken advantage of by vendors who may not have the veterans' best interests in mind. 
Um, there are very capable and dedicated people in the local veterans support offices around the country who try to help them out, but most don't have the legal and financial training necessary to put a successful package together. And the net result is that some veterans who should qualify for the aid and attendance benefit don't because of the application process itself. Well, that's terrible. I mean, a veteran that should qualify for the benefit might not get it because they can't navigate the process and all the bureaucracy. Is that what you're saying? Right again, Tony. One of the truths you learn in working with this program is the VA is not like Burger King. You don't get it your way. When I explain the process that will yield success, many veterans will tell me they want to tweak the requirements to suit their particular desires, and then they expect the VA just to accommodate their wishes. The VA has their way, and it truly is their way or the highway. Okay. So it, it seems like it's getting a little more complicated. I know that you guys, in the last segment, you are talking about these three M's of the program, I think military, uh, medical, and money. So far, uh, we've managed to avoid the elephant in the room, and that's the financial aspect of all this. Um, I know we've talked about this before. We all like free money. Is that also, uh, and also tax-free money, of course. So how do, how do you get qualified with the third M then, the money? Well, Tony, the money qualifications in two parts. You've got your income and assets. So, so let's talk about the first part. The veteran or surviving spouse must be spending their entire monthly income on their care and their costs, cost of care each month. Uh, the VA income requirements are based on need, but, but you don't have to be impoverished. So um, the countable income that they're going to look at includes Social Security income, pension income, any rental income they may have, uh, business income, interest and annuity income, as well as trust income. And then they're going to look at the, the qualified costs that they're willing to give you credit for. And they're going to look at assisted living uh, expenses and includes any care packages. Uh, same thing for nursing homes, home caregiver costs. Uh, if you've got adult foster care situations, they'll pay for that and monthly health insurance premiums. So anything that's outside of that are not countable for VA purposes. And so to qualify for the benefit, your monthly cost of care must exceed your monthly income. Wow. Interesting. So you essentially have to prove that you're living beyond your means and that the additional expenses are being paid from your assets or some other source like your family then, right? Correct. It is critically important to understand the asset level requirements when applying for this benefit. Uh, if you don't know how the VA will, will view your asset situation, um, it can be detrimental. And this is often a common reason for denial of the, of the application. Uh, let's take a minute and look at the accountable assets um, on that application process. They're going to look at your cash checking and savings, of course, um, stocks and bonds, mutual funds, CDs, things like that that you may own. Um, IRAs, 401ks, any annuities you have, property, that being the net value of the property, and any business ownership. Now, the good news is they do have what they call exempt assets. Some assets you are, are allowed to keep. You're allowed to keep your home. You're allowed to keep a car, uh, your personal property and belongings, and it allows you to keep your life insurance. The VA actually will allow you to have up to $80,000 in assets However, here's where the interpretation and the variability kicks in. The maximum allow amount you're allowed is on a case-by-case -case basis determined by a formula that is not published that is established by the Veterans Administration. So 
with the experience and the number of cases that we've put through the system, we have some insight into how you, the asset situation looks, how much assets occur in a particular scenario, how the VA is going to look at it. But once again, there's a lot of variability in this. And once again, this is typically the biggest cause for people's application to be denied when they try to do it themselves is they don't understand how the VA is going to look at their assets. So that's where you really need to have a financial professional involved in the process. Sure. And we do need to take another quick break. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? I just want to reiterate uh, how grateful we are for all the veterans who have uh, sacrificed and served and the families who have supported them during that service. Uh, for our listeners today who are interested in this topic, if they're even if they're not veterans, they may know one, get this information to them. Go check out our website at outlookfc.com and go to our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center or give us a call at 937-552-9990 and request our complimentary VA aid and attendance information kit. Uh, we are a verified and certified veteran-owned small business and we're committed to serving the veterans in the community. So give us an opportunity to, to help you in that particular regard. All right. Well, I think that's great, uh, Rob. What's the, your, the phone number one more time? Area code 937-552-9990. Thanks. And listeners, we're going to be right back with more of Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Outlook Financial Center by visiting outlookfc.com or calling us at 937-552-9990. And welcome back to our last segment for this episode of Financially Tuned. And today we're talking about honoring our veterans and the Veterans Administration Aid and Attendance Benefit. Uh, We're here with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. And you guys have covered a lot of ground so far talking about what that aid and attendance program actually is, the qualification and eligibility requirements, and you've given us some specifics in meeting the financial qualifications. So how does Outlook Financial Center help in this process? How do you guys help? I know the veteran needs your help, but uh, can't pay you. Uh, And I know that you don't always work for free, right? Absolutely. While we do provide some of our services at no charge in special circumstances, we believe that people that come to our office are put there for a purpose. We're going to serve them. You're correct, Tony. We're not a nonprofit. That's why we actually partner with a nonprofit, the Veterans Support Center of Michigan. Those guys are the experts in assembling, verifying, and submitting the final application for benefits to the Veterans Administration, and their services are entirely free of charge to the veteran. So when a veteran comes to us for help, their first step is we give them a flyer, we give them a phone number, and they're going to call a toll-free number to the Veteran Support Center. They're going to collect the initial data and determine where the veteran stands on eligibility and qualification, and we're not a part of that phone call. Wow. Interesting. So um, are you actually, you're not actually involved in the initial analysis then? Uh, No, we're not, Tony, and that's actually by design. 
Uh, because if we were the one making the determination, you could argue that we had a conflict of interest and may not have the veteran's best interests in mind. Uh, the same could be true for any financial professional, attorney, or other fee-for-service vendor. So if, if the veteran is eligible and qualified based on the initial facts, then the Veteran Support Center works with the veteran to submit the application to the VA and we never get involved. The VSC has a 99% first-time submission success rate, uh, so they know how to get things done. Yeah, that's good. So how often then are your services at Outlook Financial Center needed? Well, historically, Tony, about half the cases don't need anything from us. Uh, the Veteran Support Center does the intake on the case. They determine that no other uh, work, legal, or financial is required, and they just handle it. Now, if the veteran's income and assets don't meet the, the VA guidelines, then the Veteran Support Center comes back to us and says, there needs to be some work done. Here are the areas that need to be corrected, restructured, repositioned, whatever the case might be. And then working as a team with the veteran and the family, we get with a, a VA certified attorney. Uh, we are also a, a VA verified business. The two of us will then work together with the family in coordination with the Veteran Support Center and go through the legal and financial uh, activities required to then meet the financial guidelines on income and assets that the VA requires. And once that work is complete, then we submit the package back to the Veteran Support Center and both we and the attorneys must certify that the work we have done is in accordance with the Veterans Administration guidelines and it meets all their requirements. Once that's complete, the Veterans Support Center finishes the application, works with the veteran and their family, they take it over and they make the final submission. Once again, they've got a better than 99% success rate. In fact, I asked them one day why, why it wasn't 100% and they smiled at me and says, because at the end, some people just don't wanna give us the information or they decide they want it their way. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, but what a great topic. And I uh, want to wish everybody out there uh, a happy, uh, safe uh, Veterans Day. And uh, again, I appreciate what all our veterans have done for us. I, I do as well. And, and hopefully that today's show is going to help uh, our radio listeners have a better understanding of this aid and attendance benefit and how it really can impact veterans, particularly as they're living out their final years. So pass the word to veterans that you know. If you know other veterans organizations, uh, we would love to get in touch with them so that everybody is apprised of this, this particular process because it is extraordinarily valuable. A tax-free free benefit uh, at that later stage in life is often a difference between them becoming a ward of the state and being in a facility and a home where they live out their years uh, with the respect and dignity that they really deserve. So uh, if you want to hear and learn more about the VA aid and attendance benefit, please give us a call at 937-552-9990. You can make a request for our complimentary aid and attendance information kit on our website at outlookfc.com or on our Facebook page, Outlook Financial Center. Uh, once again, uh, we're committed to helping our veterans uh, in our industry, and we're just so grateful for their service. And this concludes our time for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett at Outlook Financial Center. Call 
888-998-9990 or visit their website at outlookfinancialcenter.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.